Welcome to Inside the Mind, a podcast hosted by myself, Jennifer Forster, and my beautiful co-host, Ali May. We're excited to be here, diving into edgy, raw, and relatable conversations, woven together with mind-blowing questions that will shake up your model of the world, expand your thinking, unravel your beliefs, tease apart your patterns, and walk you to the very edges of everything you've ever believed about yourself. As NLP trainers, coaches, entrepreneurs, we'll be traversing the topics of business, relationships, money, family, spirituality, leadership, and personal growth, all through the discerning lens of NLP, ancient teachings, and a healthy sprinkling of womanly wisdom. One thing we believe to be true is that if we want a different outcome, we must be willing to ask a different question. And the answers to those questions are always inside the mind. Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Mind. I am Ali May, and this is the beautiful Jen Firestar. We have coined her that. There is no four-star anymore in the vortex. There's no four-star. There is just five-star. How do you spell that? F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R. I don't know why I needed to spell that, but <laughs> there you go. If anyone was, you know, searching, for, you won't find me if you search me that way. So anyway... Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Mind. Today we are diving into judgments. Mm, and I do feel this duh, 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 when I hear that word judgment. When I feel like I've been judged or when I feel like someone is judging me, there's a contraction in my body. Me too. Yeah. And I find that it's been one of my biggest growth edges around when there's been people in my life that have made a judgment in inverted commas of my personality not even my personality my being what's yeah it's it, there's more to it it's character. The, my character yeah. that's it when it's my character when people have known who I am and they pass judgment I know that it's you know their internal model of the world they're projecting whatnot and still at times I felt that real cut in on the inside from experiences with some people that I love mm. and you know we're always traversing consciousness humanness consciousness human or conscious human human conscious human human we are always traversing in and out of that. I don't believe that we're meant to be in one of those. We are always traversing in and out of being really human and experiencing the world humanly. And I think, does that come first? Maybe that comes first. Maybe that happens first. And then we get to consciously evaluate that and consciously evaluate, what is this coming up for me? That's what we do all the time. I just realised that's exactly how we process our stuff. We let the world hit our humanness and then we kind of step out of that and observe it and have a look at it. Yeah, and, you know, there's been many conversations in my vortex over the years around, you know, what are you here for? Are you here for the human experience or are you here for the galactic experience? And we are human beings essentially, Mm -hmm. first and Mm -hmm. foremost. So, you know, judgment plays a beautiful part in the human experience. And I feel like no one is exempt of judging others and no one is exempt of judging themselves. Yes. Well, judgment, just a little side note here, judgment is our values evaluating something. It's discernment. So we have unconscious values that literally are running us. They're in our unconscious mind. All values are unconscious. And judgment is an evaluation process for those values to discern is this good bad, right, wrong, acceptable, not acceptable. Is this what I believe or is this not what I believe? So judgment is kind of like an evaluation process. Mm, So there's not only judgment of self and others, there's judgment of our values. Yeah. I guess there's probably other 
ways we could look at judgment as well. And for today, for this episode, we're actually going to look at this for judging self and judging others. Mm. So you had a recent experience. Do you want to dive into that? Yeah, I found I'm just mindful of the privacy on this as well. Mm. You know, as a friend, Jen, you and I, Mm. there's nothing that you could do or say Mm -mm. that would have me judge your character or you as a human being. No. It's just not something that I think with all of the people that I've worked with over the years, one-on-one, in training rooms, in groups, the things that I've heard, every human being has something. Mm. It's funny that we can be so scared to share the something. Oh, downloads here personally right Mm. now. We can be so scared to share the something for fear of judgment. You know what's really funny? What's coming through for me right now? What's coming through for me right now too is even in us articulating this episode to you about judgment, for me at least anyway, I can hear myself almost filtering what I'm saying (laughs) so that you judge this, you the listener, that you might judge this as a good episode about judgment. What the heck? (laughs) What goes on inside of human beings? Oh, and in many ways you are judging. So let me just speak to the listener. And if you're watching on YouTube, of course, the watcher, the listener, the watcher, however you're taking in this podcast, you will be unconsciously judging the podcast. You'll be judging how Ali and I sound. You'll be judging how we look. You'll be judging our content. You'll be judging if things make sense to you. You'll be judging whether you agree or disagree with what we're saying. You'll be judging it all, whether consciously or unconsciously. You might be judging what we're wearing if you're seeing the shorts on social media even. There will be some kind of judgment going on at some level and literally all you're doing, if you're doing that, and you are because you're a human being, I do it, Ali does it, when we're in that process, it's like being a little sheep herder. We're literally going, yes, this is me, this is not me, this is me, this is not me, this is me, this is not me. And all we're doing as humans through our judging process is gathering evidence that has us feel like the other person or the other situation. And if we don't feel like that we are like them, then that primal human instinct of being on the outer will kick in. So we will go into, well, let me find where I do align with everybody else. And so that's how we judge, isn't it? That's what's happening. There's a lot going on with judgment, Mm. so much. And just to circle back around on that with the piece with me, I don't really feel like I want to go to that specific piece of what happened not long back Mm. around judgment. What I would like to go into is the other piece that we talked about with the event when, and I've touched on bridge before doing bridge and bridge extreme. Mm. Oh yeah. I've touched on that before. Yeah. This is a really good example. Yeah. So dive in. So I went to bridge and bridge extreme, which they just had not long back in Brisbane. And that's for anyone listening. That's Alexi Panos and Preston Smiles. You can Google them. Yeah. Yeah. And their bridge is like, and bridge extremes, like probably no other event I've ever been to. Mm just for what they bring out, what they see and what they bring out in each individual. Anyway, when I went there, I couldn't see, because we can't see some of our stuff, I couldn't see my behaviours around protecting myself around people liking me. So I was the high achiever. I walked into that room. I sat at the front of the room. I was ready to go. I was hungry. I wasn't there for anybody else. I was there for myself. And I got a very quick learning around that. And I got to see got to see my behaviour plan. It did take me a while to see the behaviour was a protection mechanism for myself. So I went into that space really reserved inside, really disconnected from everybody else. I 
removed myself from the connection with other people and just went in with this high achiever mode, just like, I'm here, let me do it. I just want the information. And if any of you have done bridge, you'll be chuckling right now. (laughs) So I think it was, I don't know if it was like the second day or something or the third day, it would even be the first day. I remember sitting there in the group and without giving the magic away, we had to, I'll just share this one piece. We had to write on a card whether the person in the group, we had to go around to each person, whether the person in the group was, whether they felt they could trust the person or not. And one of the things that I pride myself on is how trustworthy I am as a human being. And so as we go around the group, actually, it must have been first day because no one, I hadn't met the people there and they hadn't met me. So it's this piece around, beautiful piece on judgment. We had to say what we felt about this person without even knowing this person. What is said, it's like seven seconds or two seconds where people make a judgment of you. Yeah, it's a, it was well, really, I would suggest that these days it may once have been seven seconds, but I would suggest because of the attention span of humans, because of devices and social media and the internet and how quick things are, I would say it's more than likely two seconds yeah, now. I think it's two seconds. And for me, that just didn't sit really well. So as we go around and everyone writes out in like on their own pieces of paper, I think there were some other questions as well. The trust ones has stuck with me, as you can see, as you can hear. Then we had to read it out and we had to share like our thoughts on that person. And I remember sitting there, I was so fucking angry, thinking, how dare you judge me? You don't know me. You don't have a fucking right to pass this judgment on me. You don't know who I am as a person. Back was right against the wall. I was in that moment of fuck off. And I got up and I went to leave the room. I was ready to leave the training. And I get to the door and Preston came and met me at the door. He's like, what's up, Ali? I said, I didn't fucking well come here to make friends. I didn't come here for people to tell me who they think I am. I came here for myself. And he looked at me very calmly and he said, well, fucking claim it. (laughs) And in that moment, like I realized I was giving a fuck what other people thought of me. And I was in that defense mode. I was playing out the pattern of funny, right? I was playing out the pattern of no one likes me. So stay by myself. If I don't talk to people, I don't have to have friends. People won't judge me. And here I am in this moment (laughs) being judged. So most vulnerable Ali self possible in this space. And what I realized was that I was really playing the victim on this Mm. and I couldn't see it at the time, right? So just giving some love to myself here in this moment, I couldn't see that pattern and that behavior playing out of, yeah, people don't like me. Mm. That was a classic example of that judgment. And the point that I want to make here is where are you tolerating or where are you playing out a story or where are you contradicting what you're saying? Where are you feeling like you have to prove yourself to other people or where are you defending yourself to other people because it's not necessary if we claim it like Preston said to me Ali claim what you're here for if that's what you're here for fine claim that just don't fall my paraphrasing just don't fall victim into the rest of it Mm. no one has to like you that's okay but are you okay with that and at the time I wasn't okay with that and Mm. once I got that download from him it was like shit doesn't matter Mm. changed the whole game for me being Mm. there I love it the claiming piece to me is really powerful really powerful, particularly with judgment, because we can't be judged unless we give permission to be judged. Say that again, Jen. We cannot be judged unless we give permission to be judged. So in essence, what I'm saying there is we're either giving our power away and allowing others to decide who and what we are, or we are, as you just so beautifully illustrated in that really great example, we're always claiming our power. We're claiming this is who I am. This is what I stand for. And when you are really fucking clear on this is who I am and this is what I stand for, you won't give a fuck whether anyone agrees with that or not. 
ergo, you cannot be judged, you know. And what it also does, in my opinion, in my model of the world, is you're actually giving back other people's power to have their opinions. Opinions are just opinions, right? They're only a judgment if you decide they are a judgment. And if they are a judgment, I would suggest they're hitting a very deep wounding or an unconscious pattern or a negative emotion or a limiting belief that you have about yourself. So come and do our training, our NLP prac, and clean that shit up. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Look, Ali and I both say this so openly. Doing an NLP and timeline therapy, if you're going to do it, those two are a pigeon pair. They must go together because they support each other brilliantly. If you are going to do any self-development at all, NLP and timeline therapy is going to be a process for you that will be the greatest self-development you will do for yourself. Many people come for the certification. Yes, you're going to get a certification and yes, you can go out and become a practitioner. We want you to do that. And we know this from an evidence base of the students that we've certified. Know this, it is going to clean you and your shit up first and foremost. You'll think you're coming for the certification. You're going to leave with the most epic cleanup of your life and your unconscious mind. It can be no other way if you're in our training room. We do things a little differently around here. We do because I've seen too many people do trainings. I've had too many people say to me, I've studied NLP and I've studied timeline therapy that I look at and go, well, why are you the way that you are? Mm. Because if you've studied the body of work and no disrespect to any other trainers, Mm -hmm. if you've studied this body of work, you should, should be pretty clean, especially if you've done timeline therapy. So if it's like anything, oh, I read that book or I know this. Do you know it or did you just read it? And, do you know the thing? Yeah, and do you live it? Have you applied it with volition to your life? Because we can study anything. Here's my really great example. I'm going to call it a great example, but here's my great example on this. So you could write a TED Talk on how to use a treadmill. You could stand beside that treadmill on stage and deliver a TED Talk that might actually get you 40 million views. You might be able to demonstrate the programs on the treadmill. You might be able to tell people how beneficial a treadmill is to your health and well-being. You might be able to show them how all the fancy buttons, how to make it go up, how to make it go down, how to go fast, how to go slow. And at the end of that, you are going to be someone who just knows a lot about a treadmill. And unless you actually get on the treadmill, Nothing's going to change in your life. You're just going to know a lot about a treadmill that's got 40 million views because you delivered a great TEDx talk about it. Change happens when we apply what we know to our lives. And for me, this is why I'm with you, Ali. I have a lot of people say to me, Jen, NLP sounds differently when you talk about it because it's not a theory for Ali and I. NLP is not a theory. It's As a theory, it's great. It's a great body of work, but as a theory, it won't create any change. And so if you are just waving around a piece of paper, whether it's NLP, whether it's any modality, this goes for anything. If you're just waving around a piece of paper or a book and yelling, yeah, I know about this, I know about this, great. Go deliver a TED Talk on it and get 40 million views. And the question still remains, is it changing your life in any way? Do you apply it? Do you live it? Do you embody it with volition in all that you say, do and be. Because if you don't, you just know a lot about it. And this is why our training rooms are different because we give a fuck and we don't just talk. 
at people. Mm. We don't just deliver content. We ensure that you're embodied in the content. Yeah, gosh, I can't wait for the next training. Okay, so, yeah, (laughs) wrapping up on judgment. So judgment is really, it's pretty normal, right? Oh, have you got another piece to add in? I just see sensory acuity. So good. You want to be really masterful in your communication? Come to our trainings and you will learn sensory acuity, which is what will have you notice when somebody has got something that they want to say very handy with children teenagers in particular and becoming a trainer what I love you know we go through practitioner level master practitioner level and then become trainers like you and I Jen I love when we learn how to have our sensory acuity 360 degrees around us so you would just know anyway it's that learning right we learn it at prac how to have their sensory acuity then we deepen that at master prac and then when we become trainers it's just like hello subtleties in the movement to know that there's something else that wants to be said or that we want to say something else the other person wants to say something or that there's an emotion going on don't even have to speak and feel it in the body and I just I love that I just want to go into judgment of self you know they're polar opposites and also you know they intertwine as well I feel like you know judgment of self such a big one in our society often I'm not sure we're even aware of how judgmental we can be for example I haven't wanted to be posting our reels that we've had for our podcast because I haven't liked the way that I look in the reels. So I just sit here casually with Jen and it goes on YouTube and then when the reels are created, I'm like, I just don't want to share them. I'm judging the way I look, not even my content. And that's not like an egoic thing. I just, I'm just i just not liking the way I look. It's more of a, oh, no, my feed has to look good on my socials and I don't look good right now, so I'm not going to put it up. Oh, love that. It's going to wreck my grid. It's going to wreck my it's grid. It's going to wreck my IG grid. That I'm, I'm just, I love Jen and I had this amazing conversation yesterday about social media. And you just had a little bit of uh, motion in the ocean with Ooh. the plants. The plants really dug on what you just said mm. then. They move. I love that they're cuddling me here, embracing me here. <laughs> right, it's a great spot. Yeah, so it's like where are you judging yourself? Where are you holding yourself back? Jen and I were having this conversation yesterday about socials and about how, you know, we're over the traditional marketing and, you know, we were talking about playing more with our social media. You know, I know for myself I've had that hold back on having to get it fucking right and it drives me has up until this point driven me crazy so changing up the socials anyway digress I digress so judging self you know I guess we can judge ourselves in so many different ways and there can be so many subtleties and my question to you without having to dive into it you're not stupid and and I don't have to break it down for you our listener uh, into small bits you will know where you're judging yourself where are you judging yourself? I'd love to invite the lens on where are you judging yourself? What's going on for you in your life? Where are you judging the way that you look? Where are you judging yourself in how you do things? Where are you judging the person that you are? One thing for me that I really love is and that I share my trainings and working one-on-one and whatnot is our past is our past. And I see a lot of people rejecting their past selves. I say, grab those parts of you and bring them with you. While there is a disconnect between your past self, if you're judging things you've done in your past, while there is that disconnect between past you and now you, there's something missing in that space. Where do you get to give yourself a little bit more forgiveness? Where do you get to have a look at the things that maybe you've done in the past where you're yeah, really fucking judging yourself? It's coming through really heavy right now. Whoever this is for, you're welcome. And just that invitation is like, can you be, firstly, can you see it? And when you see it, can you be a little kinder to yourself? I once got taught this and I, I love this so much. Jules O'Neill. I love Jules. She's here on the Sunshine Coast. She does some brilliant work and she once taught me 
it was around at a time I felt like I was needy. Jen and I realize now that needy is not needy. We had this conversation. It's that I have needs. I have needs. I have needs. I'm not needy. I have needs. I have needs. And when we don't know how to articulate our needs, then, you know, it can feel a little bit uh, needy. Mm. So it was this point in time in my life and I was seeing Jules for a while and she said to me at a point where I felt like I was needy, she said, Ali, pop your hand on your heart and just say, I love that I'm needy. I Mm. love this part about myself. Where in your life is there something going on where you are judging yourself and not giving yourself the love and kindness that you deserve? And can you place your hand on your heart and just honour and acknowledge that part of yourself? I love that. I think that's a beautiful place to wrap this one up. Mm. I think, yeah, if you're listening to this or watching it, of course, yeah, spend some time today with those parts of you. Actually, this just brings up there was a piece coming through and it's still and it's coming Mm. through. We had this come up on a conversation yesterday or the day before and we were talking about, you know, can we find the parts of us that we don't deem as beautiful? Can we see them as beautifully as the parts that we see that are beautiful? So, for example, can I use your eyes as an example here? Yeah. So Ali's got the most brilliant blue eyes and she is complimented often on your eyes and they are beautiful. They are the most beautiful. If Kelly was judging herself on something right now, something I would offer or would ask is the part that you're judging, can you see that part? This makes me so teary. Can you see that part of you as beautiful as you see your beautiful eyes? Because that part of you is you. The part that you are judging, I've got goosebumps all the way down to my toes. (laughs) The part of you that you may may be judging right now, that's still you. It is you. And it's as beautiful as all the beautiful parts of you. I'm glad that piece just came through. Me too. It was coming through and I'm like, it wasn't all dropping in. I'm like, there's something here. What is this piece? I'm so glad that came through too because that just got me a little choked off. And on that note, we will catch you next time. See you at the next episode. Bye.